Hey, welcome back to the Real Raw You podcast. Today, I'm talking about and addressing a common theme that I'm seeing with my clients today and what they're struggling with and noticing that maybe you too are struggling with this. And I thought it warranted a separate podcast. So what I'm seeing are a lot of people are completely exhausted, overwhelmed with low to no energy. And immediately upon waking, despite how many hours of sleep that they get, they're still feeling super tired right when they wake up. And it takes multiple hours before they start to feel alert and energized in the morning. And even if they're morning people, they're still waking up feeling a little bit groggy. So I want to talk to you about a strategy that I believe will help you with this, and it is incredibly powerful. It's backed by science. It's absolutely not my own revelation that I have figured out. It's out there in the research today, but it's so underrated and yet so incredibly effective that it warrants me redistributing this amazing information to you in a separate podcast. So I first learned about this through a famous TEDx speaker and motivational best-selling author Mel Robbins and her book, The Five Second Rule. But it is such a game changer. When my clients have implemented it, they notice the difference immediately. So if you're waking up feeling tired, despite how many hours you're getting, you're still feeling tired. We're going to address that today. So the strategy I've included in my PDF free guide that I have for you, if you haven't yet checked it out, I will include it in the show notes all about my top five ways to reduce anxiety and overwhelm. So again, I'll link those in the show notes if you don't already have those. But essentially what this is, is it is a simple and effective way that will help you increase your energy. And it really all comes down to how you're waking up in the morning. And it's something that you can decide to do tomorrow morning. It literally takes five seconds flat to implement this change. And you will start to notice the difference almost immediately. I can promise you that. Many of you are probably making this mistake today in the way in which you wake up and how you wake up. And let's go ahead and talk about what I'm talking about when I say how you're waking up the wrong way. So what I'm talking about is hitting the snooze button when you wake up. Yes, the snooze button is detrimental to your overall energy levels and productivity, and I'm going to explain why. Like I said, this is not my own research. I'm not claiming that this is my own. It's research that's out there today. You can certainly research it on your own afterwards. It's supported by science and simply how the human brain and sleep cycles work. But again, I think it's so powerful that it really does deserve to be reshared. And I hope that maybe you have heard this message before, but for some reason, you listening to this message today has reminded you or inspired you or hit it different today that it prompts you to actually go out and make a change tomorrow morning. So let's talk about why hitting the snooze button is absolutely detrimental to your productivity and energy. Well, when you think about sleep, we have our sleep and it's divided into a series of sleep cycles, right? And these sleep cycles can range anywhere between 60 to 90 minutes and sometimes 120 minutes. It really depends on the individual. So let's call it a broad range, right? But at least at a minimum 60 minutes. Typically, 
when we're connecting our sleep cycles throughout the night, we learned how to do this at a young age. My son Leo is six months old and he's still learning, um, getting better, but we learned how to do this at a very young age. So you likely don't even realize that you end a sleep cycle. You might wake up and then you put yourself right back into a deep sleep and you start your next sleep cycle. And these cycles happen throughout the entire night until you wake up. And what happens when you hit the snooze button is you're being woken up from your sleep cycle when you wake up, whether the alarm goes off or you wake up on your own. And when you decide to snooze, it's typically for what, 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes maximum, maybe a half hour if you have you one of those people that wake up early knowing that you have 30 minutes of buffer. But you're certainly, I'd guarantee, not snoozing for at least an hour to an hour and a half, right? And so now what's happening is when you hit the snooze button, you drift back to sleep, and now you're waking back up again in a halfway point, a third point, you're in the middle of a sleep cycle, and now you're not completing a sleep cycle. So now your body feels completely groggy, and you almost feel like you're kind of hungover. You feel super tired, almost more tired, you could argue, from snoozing than you did when you first woke up from your alarm or on your own. And so while we think that it's so harmless just to get a little bit more sleep, we actually think we're benefiting ourselves and giving ourselves more rest. My friend, I actually hate to tell you this, but supported by science, you're actually doing the opposite and you're making it harder on yourself to now wake up. It almost takes three to four hours by the time your brain starts to catch up with that it's time to wake up and things start to become back in sync. So now you're feeling pretty groggy until mid to late morning. And that is not a fun place to be, right? Feeling tired and groggy all morning. So it's really simple. It's not easy, but it's a simple technique for when your alarm goes off, you count down. Mel Robbins calls this the five second rule. And I want you to get a traditional alarm clock and put it on the opposite side of the room so that when it goes off, if you're waking up to an alarm clock, some of us are having the luxury now working from home that that you can wake up from either the sun rising or a baby waking you up at 6.30 or 7 a.m. But if you have to have an alarm for whatever reason, fine. Don't use your phone because we don't want phones in the room to be the first thing that we're doing in the morning, right? I talk about this again in my effective morning routine on the five strategies to decrease anxiety and overwhelm, which again, I'll put in the show notes. But you want to have a traditional alarm clock so that there are minimal to no distractions in your in your room. Phone goes off in the night, you're not tempted to look at it. Phone goes off in the morning, first thing in the morning before you've even had a chance to scan your own body, assess what you need as an individual that day. We're not looking at our phones. Uh, And I want you to think about counting down from five. What this does when we count down from five, when the alarm goes off, five, four, three, two, one, that act of counting backwards actually signals to your prefrontal cortex in the brain that an event is about to happen. 
And what it does is it prepares your body to spring into action. It alerts the body to say it's time to act and do something, right? This the simple act of counting backwards from five is just enough to spring you into action. And so saying goodbye to the snooze button, we're going to get a traditional alarm clock. We're going to put it on the other side of the room. Again, if you're using alarm clock, if you're able to wake up on your own and you still are drifting off and kind of going back to sleep, if you're not going to go back to sleep for a full sleep cycle, then you are not going back to sleep at all. 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes is going to do you more harm than good, even though this seems counterintuitive. You count down from five, five, four, three, two, one, and you're going to get up and do it anyway. You're not going to wait for the motivation because motivation will never come. And you're just going to say, I know I don't feel like doing this, but I'm going to do it anyway because the science says that I'm going to be better off for it. And I know this sounds like if you are a snoozer and you look forward to those snoozes because it's like this way that it's from a psychological perspective, it tricks you into thinking you're getting more sleep. I hope that this message hits home for you to know that you're actually feeling more groggy and it's this vicious cycle that you're in because you're typically a person who probably wakes up feeling pretty tired and it's probably because of how much you're snoozing. So provided, right, that you're getting your eight hours of sleep, provided that you're not going back to sleep for a full sleep cycle, you likely don't need the snooze button, my friend. When the alarm goes off, you can get up. And now, so what are you going to do with this time, right? When you get up, you're saving yourself anywhere from five to another 25 minutes in the morning, which can be a huge game changer, right? Lots of time for you and product, product time, productivity time. So what are you going to do? Well, you're going to do this for one week, okay? So I want you to commit to yourself and to me that you're going to go one week with no snooze button and take me up on this challenge. And I want to know personally the difference that you feel in your energy levels throughout the day. And once you've woken your butt up and you didn't use the snooze button, I find splashing a little bit of cold water on your face first thing in the morning, going to the bathroom, splash some cold water on your face. It's going to really help work on that vagal tone. I think I've had probably done some podcast episodes on the vagus nerve before. Um, and the vagus nerve we know is the largest nerve starts all the way in the brain, goes all the way down to the gut. It's a two-way street of communication. It's how the brain talks to the gut and the gut talks to the brain. And we really want to always be working on vagal tone, which is through heart rate variability and things like cold plunges, cold showers, or splashing cold water on your face. And this really helps your body be able to better effectively manage stress. So not only does it feel great, it's also going to wake you up in the morning and it's going to work on your vagal tone. So we're going to splash a little cold water on your face. Then you're going to head your booty down to the kitchen. You're going to grab yourself some water ideally room temperature. Cold water is pretty challenging on the digestive system, which the fire, the digestive fire is pretty weak in the morning all the way up until about noon. So we just want to be easing in with foods and hydration that are not going to make the body work extra hard. Okay. This follows the model of a Chinese, traditional Chinese medicine. I firmly believe in it. And, um, it's just something that I subscribe to. So I love a little lemon water. And then how you're going to ground yourself 
is grabbing a sticky note, grabbing a piece of paper in your journal. I don't really care. It doesn't have to be fancy and a pen. And I just want you to give yourself five minutes. You're just going to say, I'm just going to give myself five minutes because I know a lot of people think that you have to have this over glamorous hour morning routine that you could work into. I've worked my way up to that because I find it to be so critical to my overall mental and physical well-being and my health that if I don't give myself this time, the rest of the day is an absolute shit show and I don't get any time for myself. But you do you. Five minutes is all I want. And I want you to write down these things, okay? I want you to first start out with three things you're grateful for. Three things. And some days this is going to be more challenging to come up with than others. But really start to think in the the simplest terms. If you're really struggling, you can go down to having clean water, having a roof over your head, having a job if you have one, um, not having to think about you know, um, food and, you know, potential, you know, parasites and in, in infections that come from food because we have access to clean food. There's so much to be grateful for. The fact that we woke up and we're breathing today is a true gift in and of itself, right? So to immediately go into the sense of gratitude is going to help pers- flip your perspective shift your focus and your energy into positive thoughts and not into the comparison trap or the negative mindset or thinking about everything that you have to do that day. We'll get there. Okay. So you have this extra time because you decided to say no to the snooze button. You're feeling recharged. You splash some cold water on your face. You're drinking your water, room temperature. You're getting hydrated and you've grounded yourself with three things you're grateful for. The next thing I want you to do is the last thing. And I just want you to say, what is one big needle moving thing that you're going to do for your goals and dreams today? One thing. I don't want a to-do list of 10 because you won't do 10 things. And then you'll end the day feeling like shit that you didn't get your 10 things done. Likely those 10 things are not actually needed and necessary and not needle moving for your goals and dreams. They're likely just little filler things to keep you from actually doing the hard work. So whether your goal or dream is to start a business, is to change careers, is to break off a relationship, is to start a relationship, is to start new friendships, is to have a difficult conversation, is to make a cross-country move. I don't know what your goals and dreams are, my friend. Only you do. And you should be working towards them every single day. And one needle-moving thing could be as simple as writing an email to somebody for networking, for a new career, or um, doing some journaling on what your goals and dreams are, or making up that business plan, or, you know, putting on the calendar to have that conversation. One thing, your big needle moving, I, I call it like your weekly big three, and I divide them up into my daily, like big one thing. And if you get that one thing done at the end of the day, then you need to give yourself praise and feel accomplished. I know you probably had a million other things that you wanted to get done, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about just one thing. If you get your one thing done, then you can get to the other things that are less important and less relevant because they're not moving the needle on your goals and dreams. But you have to get that big one thing done first, okay? So now what have you done? You have internally gone in and expressed gratitude. 
You've shifted your perspective into a positive mindset. You've told your body you're, you're calm, you're focused, you're centered. You've checked in with yourself on what you need to do for yourself that day. And now we're like 15 minutes in, you've had your water, you've woken up, you're feeling more recharged. And as a result, now you're able to better serve the world. You're able to then go check your phone. You can check your emails. Guess what? This is only, we're talking guys, 15 minutes of time that you haven't looked at your phone. And remember, you probably would have been snoozing if you hadn't listened to this podcast. So you still would have been sleeping and not on your phone. So you don't actually need to be checking your social media notifications or your email. You need to give this time to yourself. Because you're feeling exhausted, you're feeling overwhelmed, you're feeling tired and fatigued, and you're now not able to show up as your best self for your job, for your relationships, for your family, and for the world. And what good is that if you're living an autopilot in an exhausted, burnt out mode? So I want you to declare for me that you will promise to try one week without the snooze button. What is, in hindsight, an extra 15, 20 minutes of sleep going to do? It's a habit that you need to break. And I promise you that if you at least just try it for one day, you'll notice the huge difference when you stop waking and going back to sleep in middle of sleep cycles and just notice what it's like to just five, four, three, two, one, you get your butt out of bed and you start your day. I hope this podcast was insightful. Hopefully you learned something and hopefully you're motivated and inspired to not only just hear this great message, but actually go out and do the thing. You want to be the change. You have to do the change. And in order to experience change, you have to go through some difficult, some difficult valleys. And so we are doers. We're willing to sign up to do the work because we know with the work comes progress and with progress comes change. I hope you guys have a beautiful morning, evening, or day whenever you're listening. And if you found this message to be compelling and inspiring, I do ask that you share it with somebody that you also think could benefit because sharing is caring. And I pray that this message here is landing into the ears of somebody that really needs to hear it today. I appreciate you so much. Thank you for tuning in and have a beautiful day.